This is the I'm Stuff podcast, a podcast about eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and mental health. I'm your host, Queen June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 21 of season 5, I am talking with my dad about how it was being a partner of a person with an eating disorder. So welcome guys back to a new podcast episode. It is the last episode of season 5, the psychology season. I hope you enjoyed the episode so far and the guests that we had. Uh, But season 6 that is coming will be very different because season 6 will be all about mindset. And I have a list of damn cool people for you coming up. I have... um, I think the world champion mountain biking, if I'm saying it correctly. I have Miss uh, Worldwide Netherlands. I have a lot of cool people, VJ, um, some friends that I know that are recovered for now for two years and are going to share their story. I have a manifestation coach. There are a lot of people coming here to learn you something about mindset because if you want to recover, you need to find a healthy mindset, create that and keep it within you because there lies the success. So that season will be all about mindset and I'm going to make a little bit of changes in the company and you will see that in the podcast as well because the I'm Stuff Eating Disorder podcast is going to switch back to the I'm Stuff podcast again and the subjects, hormones and um, manifestation, mindset And the subject of weight loss will be on the podcast episode. So there also will be guests that are talking about their weight loss. And I know what you're saying now, Queenie. What the hell? This is an eating disorder place. This should be a safe haven for. That is true. But also know that a lot of people that are walking outside there, you know, with the weight loss goals have disordered eating, but are not aware of that fact. So I'm trying to make it a more talkable subject on the I'm Stuff podcast so those people can recognize their faulty patterns as well. What will that mean for you as a person that has an eating disorder? With episodes regarding to that, you will see a TW trigger warning with a little alarm bell. And you are still so very much at the right place when it comes down to getting to know yourself and getting to know your ways on Uh, what you're doing now with your eating disorder and how you can reduce the anorexia, the bulimia, the OSFET, the binge eating, the ARFIT or whatever is going on. So just so you know, you're still at a safe haven, but we're going to make sure that we can help more people. So that is that for season six. And now I'm going to give you a little bit of an intro back to our last guest, because our last guest has a correlation with one of the guests that we had before. Some seasons ago, I had my mother and I interviewed her on her eating disorder back in the day. And today's guest is my father, aka her partner, that dealt with that eating disorder back in the day. And that is a very nice add-on for the season five psychology uh, pot, yeah, season five psychology for this podcast as an ending because you can check out part one. I will be putting it in the description. But even more cool is that the psychology of a partner and how they need to deal with this is very interesting. What do they use? How do they think about the situation? So we're going to zoom in on his experience. So if you have a partner while listening to this as a person who has an eating disorder, maybe let them hear this or 
if you are a partner of a person with an eating disorder, listen to this one. So that is that, guys. And just so you know, this episode will be with this intro and stuff around, I think, around 27 minutes max. And don't forget, if you haven't done so, to find I'm Stuffed on TikTok, to find I'm Stuffed YouTube on YouTube, and to click on the uh, membership uh, how do you call it again? Uh, click and like, you know, the membership part that you be, can follow the, the YouTube channel. Hallelujah. And of course, I'm stuff underscore com on Instagram. And that is at current my most active place. So check that out. And now we're jumping into the interview with my dad. Okay, guys. This episode is with my dad, and I'm just going to introduce him a bit, but he will do it for the most part. So, my dad is called Peter. You are married to my mom for how many years? Many years. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. And you have... Now, you have had been... No, you're still her... You are her partner, but you also have been her partner during her eating disorder time. Exactly. You're saying correct. Okay. And I'm just gonna, I haven't prepared this one question wise, so I'm gonna freestyle with this one. And I'm a little bit curious on back in the day. Back in the day would be the 80s, I believe, or yes. something like that. Was <clears throat> it for you clear that she had an eating disorder? Uh, in the beginning, not. Mm-hmm. But I saw that she was going to yeah, hide away herself in not uh, coming in front. Mm-hmm to talk and you know she was hiding a little bit away and uh, I was watching her she was not happy Uh, she was a little bit disappointed coming from a family where everything was very close and she came in a country where people uh, were very directly pointing everything out if you have a spot on your face okay they will say there's a spot on your face do something about it Mm -hmm. you know Uh, and um, there was a language problem Okay, so for you it wasn't clear directly. No, okay, exactly. Um, when we look at that, okay, so it wasn't clear directly. I was wondering that, okay, at some point you know sh- shit is going on, and did you address it to her? And if so, yes, on which way, and how did she react, and would you have done it differently? Um, I was telling her what is the problem. Mm-hmm. But I already knew what was the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem was that uh, she was not happy. Mm-hmm. She was not happy in the way that uh, coming from a country where it was always nice weather, there was no language problem, uh, there was she could eat all her food, whatever she liked. Coming in a European country where a lot of people are boiling the things and not using the spice, it was very hard to... Uh, get the food she was could make herself Mm -hmm. but uh, something triggers her Mm -hmm. not to um, start eating much and that I know what triggered her the what triggered her was the language problem okay but I'm gonna jump into this because I'm asking you you know from um, at some point you know you asked her uh, you knew you asked the way you asked it, uh, you know, you said, you know, what is the problem? How did she react to that? She uh, reacted to that uh, by saying that, uh, yeah, I am not feeling happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy was in the way that in some countries there, 
you have to live a long time with your family mm -hmm. before getting a home. So homesickness, basically. Yeah, yeah. And you just said, you know, you know, what is the problem? Do you regret asking it that way, or would you say it differently now? Uh, I regret the way I how I was asking it. Because how would you like to ask it? I I liked to to ask it if I if it was now. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, you know. Um, not saying it so directly, mm -hmm. I was uh, taking her out for food mm -hmm. uh, and I was going to the cinema and I was making a nice evening mm -hmm. and then during some particular part uh, of the evening I have to find out which part, mm -hmm. you know, when I see that she was a little bit happy from her face uh, you would I, ask. Then I ask. Exactly. And, and would you say, what's your problem? Or would you say... No, I, w I was going to uh, take a... Uh, I will not say it directly. I was saying, fun is the problem with me. Is the problem... Oh, so you would be more suggestive. Yes, okay, exactly. Okay, okay. Exactly. And find funny because the weather in the Netherlands is enough reasons to get an eating disorder. <laughs> it's almost like you were saying that that way, but okay. But okay, you see in that you were too direct. Yes. And I think you're kind of right with that because if we are living with a secret for so long and somebody really pinpoint and pinches that problem out, it can be very scary because the toxic thing also feels very home-like. Although for a lot of people that are not in this, that's very not understandable. Another thing, I'm gonna jump to another part, is that um, uh, at some point she starts eating less. Yes. And as a partner, how did you address that? I was uh, going to, uh, first of all, I was thinking that, okay, uh, why she is eating less? Mm -hmm. And uh, what can I give her to eat more? Okay, so you were offering food. Yes, I was offering food and um, uh, I was looking to what she was eating and maybe I was thinking, uh, uh, not maybe, I was thinking maybe if I give much from that, mm -hmm. that can compensate mm -hmm. uh, the food that she is not eating. So you mean the food that she likes, that she would eat more of that? Yes, exactly. Okay. exactly. Furthermore, I am curious to the fact, would you eat with her or would you let her eat by herself? So, for example, supper or something. No, like that. I, I, I'm a person who like to share my food together with her, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, and to make her happy. Because if you are happy, even during the food, mm -hmm. telling a joke, telling something about today. So you would eat together. Yeah, I love to eat together because then you can share mm -hmm. with each other. And even your, even even uh, at that time, I was looking that she was eating less. You know, I was, you know, uh, uh, also not eating so much mm -hmm. uh, to not show that I eat much and that she was eating less. So I was eating myself also a little bit less mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I was compensating her with uh, uh, drinking juices mm -hmm. and giving, you know, tea, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, uh, something that she liked, you know, then I was putting it on the table yeah. and even she did not eat. I had myself a very good feeling mm. that I have given her something what what she could be eating. Okay. 
Um, I'm a little bit curious because um, I'm going to jump to a few things. You said something about homesickness. You said something about people being too direct. Yeah. And you said something about different food. I yeah. think I'm going to start with the different food because the different food part, I can relate to that somewhat because when I was in England, although there are neighbors somewhat over waters, the food was for me so not eatable that I couldn't eat it either. Yes. So I was eating breakfast, was skipping lunch because I was getting so sick of those sandwiches and I would have dinner and that would be it. So um, that was only for a week when we were on, on exchange and it wasn't doable. So if it's like months on end and I can understand how it was, how did you or how did you both maybe eventually made that she could adapt to the uh, stump pot, so the dishes that are mixed, you know, vegetables, um, smudge, uh, smashed potatoes, that stuff like that. How could she eventually adapt to that? What happened How, as a partner? What did you saw in development and how did you aid to that? So how did you help with that? Um, to Together eating the food from my country, mm -hmm. it took um, maybe um, seven, eight months mm -hmm. because if you have home feeling, mm -hmm. what she had, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I had to bring her in the mood mm -hmm. to eat. Mm -hmm. And that you can do in many ways. Mm -hmm. What my way was that, that to make her that she was not feeling alone. Okay, but what has that to do with the food? So what did you changed with the food? Was it the way that you offered it? Did you put more Indian spices in it? What made it different? No, um, uh, she was not eating, not at all. Mm -hmm. She was eating peanuts yeah. and peanuts and peanuts and drinking tea and eating a small piece of bread. And But the, the, the reason for this thing was mm -hmm. the miscommunication. Okay, but how did you got her to the Dutch food or eating in general, even if it was Indian food? How did you got her I there? got her uh, because I uh, bought uh, movies mm -hmm. from her country mm -hmm. and I uh, bought records mm -hmm. and that I let play in the home. Okay. And uh, I was also buying food that was similar to her country food. But how did she went then? Oh, so eventually I understand because of a certain happiness she started yes. eating more. Yeah. But how did she went from that Indian food to the Dutch food? Uh, that uh, um, that actually did not happen mm -hmm. because my wife was so strong mm -hmm. mentally mm -hmm. that she started eating a small piece of. Uh, I mean, she was eating all fruit. Mm -hmm. That I mean to say, she was eating all fruit, but she's all fruits of all foods. No fruits, fruits, okay. fruits, okay. fruits. Okay. And uh, she was eating mangoes. She was eating apples. She was eating eating pear, and she was eating bananas. But she was not eating solid food. Mm -hmm. She was not eating solid food like uh, uh, like Dutch people, uh, potatoes with onions and uh, cabbage and with potatoes and all this bold mm -hmm. stuff, bre bread and stuff like yeah, that, yeah that she was uh, not eating and if she was eating bread mm -hmm. then she was eating uh, bread what she was eating in her country mm -hmm. that was white bread with uh, uh, how you say it uh, some marmalade on it okay a small piece mm -hmm. that uh, i yeah I, okay so she eventually went more for little bits and pieces and mainly indian food yes yeah okay. yeah 
Um, you said something about... Well, and maybe have a question because I can look in the future. Nowadays she doesn't eat that way. So how, where did that change come from? Uh, the change uh, came... And nowadays she eats bread or she eats biscuits, cookies, and she does do supper with a little bit of potatoes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, um, look, if uh, I have to a little bit uh, start telling the story, I have to build it up mm -hmm. to give you the answer. Or not, because we only have 20 minutes. Okay, no, I tell you quickly. If somebody is happy, Mm -hmm. And you always are positive to tell somebody mm -hmm. and you say something mm -hmm. that that person can be happy, mm -hmm. you know, then you ha you're coming automatically in the mood. You have to start. Okay, so if somebody's happy, then that helps with the eating. Yes, you have to talk positive to somebody, mm -hmm. to encourage somebody to continue and improve. So the support. System. Yeah, the support is the, exactly the, um, the good word. You, you said something about directness and you said something about homesickness as well. So I want to t touch upon these. Um, but not only what you're saying, it's also uh, something triggers that a person get a problem with yeah, eating food. I wanted to jump to that because okay. I know which, which trigger that is. Because the directness part, that was possibly a trigger because for a little bit of a story backup because there was uh, my grandmother so her mother-in-law that could be very direct and there was also this language barrier so there were certain words that are misinterpreted um, uh, uh, so very uh, funny thing is bijvoorbeeld uh, for example gier so gier or gier is in Indian is a in India is it's like a dessert it's like a sweet dessert with uh, milk and some rice or some uh, uh, noodles and when we use that word here in Dutch it's about uh, the the feces they throw on the land to make sure that the the vegetables grow so there are little difference in there and I think if I uh, note correctly the trigger for her was the fact that the miscommunication between uh, my grandmother and her was you know oh you know you're such a good eater and that same sentence is like for me um was a very big trigger you look healthy again or you look so healthy it could be a very big trigger because that would actually mean for me that i uh, wasn't sick anymore or i wasn't um or i was full again i was uh, healthy aka too fat in my in my thought pattern back in the day so that was the trigger I, exactly and that directness so that Sometimes I think people do not get how, when somebody's in a fragile mind state, how they can break somebody by saying something that they mean positive, but ends up by a toxic head, ending up making it negative. Yeah. So that was the trigger. So there comes the exactly. eating. Exactly. Uh, and then there was a certain homesickness. Yes. Um, that was there as well. I wanted to know that... Um, a certain homesickness and you eventually did more effort to make her feel at home exactly um when uh when you saw the 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 difference so from from sickness to recovery what did you do as a partner when you saw that she was eating more how did you react on that uh how i react on that uh very i was very happy mm -hmm. uh i was not uh Telling to her, oh, you eat much, mm -hmm. you know. I didn't also not say you eat less. Mm -hmm. So I let her eat what she like, mm -hmm. you know, and create opportunities mm -hmm. where she can eat something. So if you walk in the streets 
and you have, you see some snack bar or you see some restaurant mm -hmm. or you see some place where you can drink some cup of tea with a, with, and with a uh, coffee. With a biscuit. Or with a biscuit. Yeah. For me, that was not important that she was drinking the tea. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was important that she took the biscuit. Yeah. Because the biscuit she was eating, the tea she was drinking in home. Yeah. But the, the biscuit... Was she a was difference. Yeah, yeah, that was a difference. I'm also wondering because we touched upon the food, but I also know because I have sadly sometimes, but also positively the same mindset as my mom. And I find that just as me, she's very stubborn, but we also have a lot of energy, a lot of energy. I can stay up for days on end if I would like to. I could, I think it did last for just for fun, two sessions of HIIT training. And a lot of people would die during that. And I could even take easily a third hit training with it as well. So that stamina is very high, but that's not per se physically, but more mentally. So she has that as well. And yes. her knowing knowing her, I presume that she did some type of over-exercising. Because she isn't very a fitnessy or sportsy person, no. but she works hard. So she burned a lot of calories. Exactly. Exactly. Because is it true that she was like working a lot? Oh yes, she was working a lot. I mean, she was a person who was uh, working mm -hmm. uh, from seven o'clock till nine o'clock in the evening. Oh yeah, that's me. And that is <laughs> quite yeah. a lot of hours. But I, then I noticed mm -hmm. that uh, due to eating not so much food, mm -hmm. you know, that she was feeling sleepy. Yeah. So after working, you could put the clock on it. Mm -hmm. After 10 minutes, she was sleeping. Or if you went to the cinema, mm -hmm. she started falling asleep, asleep the during the looking the movie. You know? Okay. Uh, as a partner, how did you address that she was working too much? Because this is a tricky one. Because I, I, I had a lot of feedback as well on Queenie, you're moving too much. And it actually made me aggressive. Um, because exercise addiction or work addiction or using your work to move more we have that one as well is a very tricky thing to address as an out you know outsider so how did you make sure that she sat down um sat down as in sitting down less yeah, yeah. moving yeah yeah uh, that is um uh, uh by uh, uh putting on some music mm -hmm. what you like mm -hmm. uh by uh telling some story Mm -hmm. uh, by looking the television, mm -hmm. you know, uh, eating some snack, okay. because I noticed that uh, uh, my wife was eating the whole day. Mm -hmm. You know, but, but she but little things, little like, things, yes, yeah, little things. Also very tricky, and I can jump in here for the eating disorder part. Sometimes you know, uh, eating disorder patients eat very less, but they just eat six, seven times a yes. day. So it looks like like they're always eating, but it's also a way to trick the partner that it's going well. Because it isn't going well, but they're just eating just in front of you, the biscuit or the hand of nuts, but still very less. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, uh, in the beginning eating when she had the food problem, mm -hmm. eating very less, but slowly, slowly she mm -hmm. started eating more. Because uh, my wife is somebody who's very fashionable mm -hmm. and she wants to look good. Mm -hmm. And she was looking that her hair become very thin. Yeah. She was losing her hair, mm -hmm. and that she did not want. Yeah. So that was something that made her the eating. catalyst. Yes, yeah. exactly. For me, it was the same because when I lost my hair in Barcelona, I was like, "Well, holy shit! This uh, 
needs to change. So sometimes uh, they call eating disorders the disease of vanity, so idleheid. Although I don't think it's a disease of vanity, not at all. There are some bits and pieces that are in there. And I think sometimes, just like you said, like this, this is that little part that comes with it. Is she isn't eating well more because she thinks, oh, you know, my body is falling out. Most of us don't give a fuck. But the moment that we see that our hair is falling, you know, something that makes us pretty, quote unquote, then we start to adjust because we then see the necessity of it. Um, I was wondering, because I'm going to jump far more so for many years later, because when she became pregnant did she had an eating disorder when she became pregnant uh, during her pregnancy mm -hmm. she was eating less oh but because of sickness yeah she was doing vomiting oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. she was eating less but it wasn't because of she didn't want to gain the weight it was more because no 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 she yeah. was uh, uh, i noticed that she started eating less in the beginning mm -hmm. vomiting and eating yeah, well, less a lot of us have this yeah but uh, but uh, a little bit later when uh, she had a, was a couple of months yeah after pregnant, three months yeah she yeah. started eating again very good and yeah, so. but that she was controlling always good her weight mm -hmm. and also uh, uh, and uh, even after she delivered uh, baby mm -hmm. baby she had needed only a couple of days and her stomach was again gone mm -hmm. and she was again active okay okay and uh, although she didn't have an eating disorder during her pregnancy i think uh, some people do experience this and it's a very painful thing because you're in very much of a torn decision am i going to eat more uh, for my child or am i just going to stay here and feed the eating disorder what would you recommend, although you did not fully experience it yourself, but what would you recommend for a couple that, you know, the lady has an eating disorder, maybe, yeah, in this case, we the lady because of pregnancy. Um, what would you recommend them if the lady is pregnant and has an eating disorder? That I, was, I, I will recommend her mm -hmm. uh, uh, drink tea. Uh, take a... Uh, 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 whipped cream pie mm -hmm. and split it half half with your husband you know mm -hmm. a wife but know. is it i mean uh, more on a psychological uh, thing so i get that you mean that you know eating the high energy food yes and exactly. splitting it together so it makes less so it makes it less scary yeah but exactly. are there other, th other things you would say as well as a partner, how can you support the lady with the pregnancy um, and eating disorder um to uh, sit much with her, mm -hmm. talk much with her, mm -hmm. do nice things with her, mm -hmm. feel her comfortable, mm -hmm. uh, talk about the future baby, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you, uh, you uh, can talk about the things from tomorrow, day after tomorrow, the coming weeks, what we will do when the baby is there, yeah. and and then you know, and make it cozy together. Okay, so you're very much future based, future plans yes. on why you are doing this yeah. and why you should be keeping it up. Yeah, because if you have a, a, a if you don't eat so properly, mm -hmm. you have to feel happy. Uh, in any way, you have to be positive. You have to look to the future. You be need to have a reason to. Okay? Yeah, the reason. That's oh. exactly the good word. Okay. I'm going to ask you the last question because I always try to make this episode not that crazy long, although I always fail to do so. And that is, what is your take-home message for the listeners? So those are the people with eating disorders that are listening to this. Uh, don't be desperate. Look to some point mm -hmm. what you want to do in your life. Mm 
if you have a bucket list and you say, okay, I want to go to Florida, I want to see the Keys, I want to go to Venice, I want to do this in my home, you know, these are all points what you want to do, things that you it makes you happy. When you go to sleep in the evening, think about nice things. I want to do this, I want to do that. Uh, stay always happy to, 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 to think that, okay, tomorrow I will buy new shoes. What, which color I will wear, which, what, what kind of shoes I will wear. Uh, I will take my husband with me. On the way, we are uh, going to sit somewhere, drink, drink some coffee. I can make this shorter for everybody who's listening. Have a goal in life. <laughs> exactly. Have a goal in life. You know, like I'm saying, look, look ahead. You know, make a bucket list. And when you make a bucket list, you know, then you, you already, if you think about it, you jump already in the time. You think already about the future. And you need the future to live. You need the future to plan. And during all your planning and you are with your partner or you are alone, you know, stay and think positive. Don't take the, don't keep in your brain the negative things what people are saying to you. Keep the things in the positive way. Somebody said something very negative to you, you think, okay, he's saying it, but he's only one person. The whole world is not thinking like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm going to end uh, with that quote from you because you were also talking about thinking positive and that's all about season six because we're going to look at in the mindset. So guys, if you found this interesting, don't forget you can always follow the podcast. You can also give a rating. You can leave a review. You can also follow us, but I, you will hear that in the outro. And mm, make sure you check out the episode with my mom so you understand what he is talking about so i would actually recommend you to you know listen to this after that from my mom but even if you do it the other way around you get a little bit of the connection on what he's talking about and furthermore i will be seeing you next week with the first episode of season six and there will be only me and from there on only cool guests are coming so thank you so much for your time and have a nice day Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.